Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 157, episode 3 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. Way too close to the election, uh, or way too far away, depending on your perspective. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I feel so old and I know why. Talking 90s basketball. When Sean Kemp reigned on Alton Lister, and MJ ruled them all. So what if Reggie never won a ring? Nor did Patrick, Carl, or Charles just reminds you that MJ was bad. That dude was bad. That is courtesy of Christy. I'm a Gucci Slane. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. And has got the Get day the off. Jack is running the show. You want to keep Miles happy? Here's what he's got to know. I need the cheese, and I don't mean that garbage annies. The blue box, please. If Jack wants a good TDZ, he's only got a cheese me. The blue box, please. And that was based off the Annie's slander I was handing out because yeah. there is only one boxed mac and cheese, and that is in the blue box. I'm sorry to the Annie's fans out there. It's just not this. This not the one. That's its own thing. Was uh, that was that an actual ad? Was that a? Crap? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, it was like yeah, mom was. I, I think it's mom. Yeah. Mom's got the day off. Dad's running the show. He wants. <laughs> Keep me happy. He's like, I need the blue. By the way, I got right. the blues. Kraft macaroni and cheese. The blue box blues. If daddy right, wants right. to please me, he's only got to cheese me. Uh, and the thing was like a wildly problematic thing because it was like a young black girl like doing like uh. her like saucy like blues thing. Uh, right. But... I do that commercial will never fucking leave my brain. So shout out to Christy Yamaguchi Slane for that. AKA doing a little exacta today. Exacta, mm-hmm. exacta box. Uh, yep. All right, Miles. It's close to the election. We're gonna get yep. right into a recap of what we're talking about today. We are gonna talk about the racist ass police in the racist ass city of Philadelphia. Uh, we are going to talk about Bloomberg. <laughs> Uh, spending, voters, voting. Uh, we're going to talk about Republican rat fuckers, rat fucking. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about whether Putin is scooting. Uh, <laughs> that rhyme courtesy of Mr. Miles Gray. Hey, hey, I got bars. We're going to talk about whether you can change your vote, because I think everybody wants to, right, who voted early for Biden, now yeah. that we know the truth about Hunter, uh, so that's something that uh, Trump is <laughs> telling people. Uh, we're going to check out the most 2020 headline that isn't Doom-based. Uh, we're going to talk about the shitty merch game uh, of both campaigns, all of that, plenty more. But first, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the brilliant, the talented Mariah Parker! Welcome. There you yeah. are. There you are. How you Thrilled been? To have you back. I've been good, man. I've been killing it out here, you know, just trying to like defund the police still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, fight identification, guarantee a house to every Athenian, you know, just just normal socialist stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love yeah, to yeah. see it. Love to see it. How's uh, other than that? I feel like Georgia's got a lot of energy swirling Georgia's politically because right everyone's like, "What's all going eyes. on, Georgia? What's going on, Georgia?" All eyes on Georgia, yeah. John Ossoff was here in my city yesterday, stumping with a bunch of other Democratic candidates for local offices. 
um, you know, we had a couple hundred people turned out and it's looking good in the polls. And so we'll see. Maybe this is the year we pull it through. Yeah. Maybe we snatch defeat from the jaws of victory once again. Those <laughs> are fresh as a bitch. Oh, These lines have been long. So we'll yeah. See. Yeah. It's amazing to see the people like endure the lines as well. You know, like no matter the countless obstacles that have been thrown in front of people to exercise their right to vote, it's it's heartening to see people just understand like the stakes and still be like, yeah, fuck it. If then I will be in this. Gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, and I will bring a lawn chair and audio books, or yeah, you know, I'll you know. watch the entire Watchmen series in line on my phone. Whatever it takes. Yeah. That'd be actually but good motivation. Good to, just play Watchmen in front of a polling place and be yeah, like, yeah, get, a little, watch get this. a little projector screen. Yeah, it's abstract, but like you guys get it. You know what we're yeah. trying to say here. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, except the right will assume that it's that they're the good guys somehow. Isn't that what happened with the <laughs> yeah. Michigan militia? They, they were like the Wolverine Watchmen. Yeah, always. I love the positive energy coming in. I also feel like it's important or it's always good to hear from people from other countries who are like, yo, I've never had to wait in a line more than five minutes. This is uh, bullshit. I don't you understand know, there's so many the things footage. that are so normalized here that yeah. we really should not accept. We really should not accept. Right. No, exactly. All right, Mariah, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Yeah, so um, I was looking at my search history before I came on, and I recently searched Kimberly Jones, who uh, had that viral speech over the summer. Uh, yeah, we had her on like, the show. Yeah, you had her on the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking about how like trying to beat racism is like playing Monopoly and like flip the table over and burn all your cards all the time. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm actually going to uh, analyze that speech for my, uh, my PhD dissertation. Uh, oh, looking no. at just like the linguistic features of both some Black Lives Matter speeches and some hip hop texts produced during the uprising to look mm -hmm. at how they can be used in uh, like civics classrooms. So I was like Googling her, trying yeah, to yeah. Her yeah. and whatnot. Exactly. So it gives you a glimpse into like the nerdy shit I'd be working on for, you know. For <laughs> right. Me. And I, I think, yeah. Doctor. And also another point, and I remember at the end of that speech saying, we're not looking for revenge. We're they looking lucky for we love, we're yeah. looking for justice and not revenge. Right. Yeah, man. Yep. I mean, it's real, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're I'm like, if... why are you burning the cop cars? It's like, man, this ain't even. Y'all <laughs> lucky. Y'all real lucky. <laughs> it's a car. It's a right. car. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. But property is. I've been wondering, the... where's Kendrick Lamar? Where has he been? I, I feel like feel... he was spotted at like a like a rally yeah. in Compton back in like June, but like where? Where I have really been? I was talking to some of my other friends. I was like, we're really missing him right now. Uh, like, gonna, watch him drop another album like in forty five yeah. minutes or something. Right? right. He's like, he's like, he'll oh no! Like he'll just like, yeah. oh surprise! I have a new album out. <laughs> right. He's like, so. I actually just I trashed my entire uh, swag rapper trapper album I was doing just to to make a hit, and I I realized I'm gonna just drop something uh, vicious on you guys. I'm yeah. hoping that's what he's I'm just hoping been cooking. He's been doing. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been asking that for a while, but I also recognize that like. You know, if he had dropped something back in July, it would have like things just keep getting like changing and getting worse. And it's like, I don't know, like I, I could see him dropping something in a week. Uh, I could see him dropping something in like two months. Uh, right. 
I just, yeah. I, but either way, like, I just feel like, you know, rap, most rappers have been shamefully silent uh, yeah. throughout the summer. And I'm just always curious, like, where a lot of, I mean, there are plenty of rappers who have been outspoken, but like, there are certain rappers who I'm looking at very specifically, like Kendrick. I'm like, I would love to even just hear your thoughts a little bit more out loud. I think people would respond to that. But, you know, everyone's, I mean, I would love to too. see a lot of, a lot of them like amplify the organizers on the ground that have yeah. like studied like theory and like movement work historically and just like give them some shine. Cause like what happens when you have uninformed people with a huge platform talking some bullshit is you have 50 Cent telling people to vote for Trump right. and Ice Cube talking about how oh, the, the Trump economic plan like is part yeah, of the platinum package. America. Like, you know, so these people are really like, I love some of these folks. They don't really know they're talking about, though. They're not no. out here in the streets, like on the daily organizing these communities. And so, like, just, you know, Kendrick, you ain't got to like drop a magnum opus about abolishing the police. Maybe you retweet Director Purnell, though. Like, maybe yeah. you like just put some shine on some bail phones. Tweet out, be like, That's hey, cool. you might want to, yeah, we might, these are some books you might want to read. These uh, are some just books. in general. Yeah, but I'm reading Check right now. Yeah, yeah. So, Bell Hooks. I mean, she's dropping bars yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, y'all yeah, should look yeah. into that. But I don't know. Who am I? I'm Kendall Lamar. You know, what, what should I do? But yeah, yeah it's it is a uh, it's an interesting time. It's all this this entire year has been so so fraught with ups and downs. And now we got Waka Flocka and Lil Pump on the MAGA train too. So yeah, I mean, obviously the 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 best rappers of our time uh, have chosen correctly uh, to I out can't themselves wait to... as total losers. So <laughs> losers. Uh, I can't wait to find out the shitty, uh, like behind the scenes SpawnCon campaign that went into Waka Flocka Flame and Lil Pump, uh, coming out pro Trump. And and Lil Uh, Pump will just be shameless. He'll be like, "Of course, man. He gave me X amount of dollars. Like, what? What's the what's the problem? I'm just securing a bag because I'm so horrifyingly disengaged from the political reality of this country that I purely saw that as just a bag security move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mariah, for uh, our listeners who didn't hear your first episode, you are uh, the rare political rapper in that you were heavily involved in both politics and you are a great rapper. Politician Um, and rapper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love to see it. Yeah. I hold elected office and I drop delicious bars. Yeah, I was saying before we started recording, I loved a tweet from you recently where you you were like, man, I just listened to my album and I'm not going to lie, that shit's fire. (laughs) (laughs) I do love uh, just hearing that when you when you even surprise yourself. Um, Yeah, yeah. you got to sit on these toes sometimes. 2020 been hard. I got to find some respite in some oasis. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Sometimes I got to be my own music, shit. And then you're going to be a doctor, too. So we'll we'll add that to the list. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah and, and no one likes an insecure rapper, you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Really not, my first album was really like I'm a nerd and nobody likes me and I'm going to jump off a train bridge and people but were like I guess, I fuck with that shit. But <laughs> but you're owning but see but you were owning your shit, right? But no one's like, "Hey man, I might be the best rapper out here." But you know I that's totally be- your opinion. Others, I'm pretty dope, but like <laughs> Yeah, but if you press me, I might cave. I don't know. You know, I'm just, I don't want to rock the boat. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't even got into rap. This was just kind of yeah. this on the bed. Uh, uh. Excuse me, am I bothering you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, oh, you don't like hip hop? Okay, you can give me my CD player and headphones back. I'm sorry, sir. Okay, uh, Mariah, what's something you think is underrated? Uh, something I think is underrated. Planned parenthood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially right now, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my Google search history, I was trying to find one for reasons that are none of your business. And there's only there's like only a couple in Georgia. Right. And so like, yeah. like they do really dumb shit. But then even accessing that uh, in terms of healthcare, like is a struggle. And so, you know, shout out to Planned Parenthood for the work you do. Also open up an app and so I don't have to drive an hour and a half to go like, you know, yeah. heal, check up, whatever. But yeah. so w- with there are three look loca- if you what's like the worst part of like what's the furthest distance to a Planned Parenthood, depending on where you live in the state? Like, is there something? Oh, God. Just gonna- oh, God. Maybe four hours. Damn. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I mean well, that's by design, right? Like it's by is, design, yeah. Based it's on totally, policy, absolutely by, it's absolutely by design. Yeah, all yeah. this shit is by design. 100%. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really even talked about Amy Coney Barrett like getting confirmed. It's because uh, this shit is just so infuriating. I mean, like it's just so uh, so brutal. Um, well, because like these Democrats in the Senate are like the kind of people who get like knocked the fuck out and be like, I mean, who 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 really hits someone like that? Honestly. Uh, I can't believe <laughs> right. I got knocked out, but I won't yeah. do anything because that made them look bad. It's like, but you got knocked the fuck out, and now people's rights are on the line. And all this shit that was being talked about, like, we'll do everything in our power. I There are so many, I, I don't know what the permutations or contingencies they are looking at to have just sort of let that happen. And that maybe they are thinking of, like, if they can, you know, take the Senate and uh, the White House that is just going to be like, hey, uh, it's late. It's just it's free in, in the court night. Everybody, come on in. We're packing the court tonight. Uh, yeah. We'll see. But it's, yeah, it's. Oh, I got uh, a bad feeling that's not going to happen. I got a feeling that even if it's all all blue wave across the board, they're still going to be like, well, that's not what we're about. We're above that sort of thing. Nah, uh, we, these motherfuckers need to get ruthless. I need yeah, to, I, I, Oh, I, I fully agree. Fun. If not, like, then we need to be like, okay, so it's time to retire some of these old folks, okay, yeah. and just bring in the fucking goons who are Primary. ready to just be like, all right, um, I don't care if I get voted out because I'm just doing the right bitch. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's do this. laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated, Mariah? Speaking of the Senate, abolish the Senate. The Senate is overrated. <laughs> we need proportional representation. Oh, like they got New Zealand, they got this amazing leftist government down there doing wild shit. And uh, it's because your vote counts, like, you know, quadruple one vote, and you have proportional representation in the legislature. So abolish the Senate, unicameral legislature, all means House of Representatives, proportional to the demographics of the United States. It's crazy that California, 40 million people, two senators. What is that? What is that? What? And then, I mean, and then just like the, the way the Senate is operating right now in particular, like Chuck Schumer's ass putting up. No kind of fight against the confirmation of Amy, Amy Coney Barrett, man. This whole just throw the whole throw the whole house, up, not the whole House of Representatives out, just half of it. Throw half of right. it out, have it all proportional representation. And the way like they're talking about like with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, you know, logic doing the logical next step. It's like okay, so then we need to fucking fight now. Uh, and we need to respond in kind because you can't just let this happen and accept it and be like, well, maybe the maybe Army Comey Barnett will be good about everything. No, no, no. Uh, like be realistic. We'll the reason the, the Republicans, yeah, 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 the Republicans do this because again, they're like, they're like, dude, the Democrats are not gonna do shit. Democrats are not gonna do shit. They'll cry right. about it. Maybe some people will vote or whatever, but they're not gonna do anything. Like they're not gonna change the game. Uh, but we shall see. The game is definitely changing uh, rapidly. 
But I mean, it, it's kind of in keeping with the undervaluation of human beings and the overvaluation of like inanimate objects, like whether it be uh, people, you know, comparing violence against property with violence against human bodies or the Senate being like, well, each chunk of land gets two people. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, right. that, yeah. yeah, it's fucking infuriating. And it's like, yeah, okay, how many uh, people in South Dakota? Uh, less than 900,000? Okay, you get 200. You get two senators, too. Yeah. It's South the Dakota, fuck is that? Mm. Uh, well, we talked about the cop car people being upset that uh, they're burning cop cars. So let's talk about Philadelphia. Protesters clashed with police on Monday night uh, after another black man was needlessly killed uh, by the racist-ass police in Philadelphia. It was another mental health crisis where they responded with guns. And it's not even they didn't de-escalate the situation. They fully escalated it 100%. Um, yeah. yeah. Shot him from 10 feet away. With his mother there trying yes. to defuse the situation. He had Putting a her knife. body in between him and the cops trying to like knowing what surely what was going to happen right people in the neighborhood being like please put your guns down we know him he's going just going through something we just need to talk to him he's not going to be a danger but he is in distress at the moment and yeah you uh i I couldn't really watch the whole video but enough to see that it did not seem like you know the 10 foot distance was the reason to put you know at least a dozen shots uh into this man and it's yeah, it's just an, the fucking same shit over and over and over and over again. And we have, you know, the protesters coming out, rightfully so, because the cries of, uh, you know, trying to be treated humanely are being ignored by the police. And then it's funny because all the reports I was reading, the one figure I got about injuries was only about the police. It was of like course. about like 29 officers were injured in the clash. And there you was know looting. that number's bullshit. Too. Yeah, yeah they'd they be like... They'd be like, oh, uh, 29 officers injured after Philadelphia shooting. It's like the framing of that ignores the fact that some people got injured. Another, a man is dead. Yeah. A man is dead in front of his family. Yeah. Needlessly killed in front Needlessly of his family. Killed. Yeah, the city's police commissioner, Daniel Outlaw, said in a statement, I recognize that the video of the incident raises many questions. I will be leaning on what the investigation gleans to answer the many unanswered questions. What... Like there, it leaves no unanswered unanswered questions. Like, did his knife turn into a gun? Because if not, then there, that's the questions have all been answered. And even then we need to ask a question about that knife. Yeah. That, you know, like just this whole thing between those things, like asking the, the sort of the boilerplate deflective sort of statements that are being made about the people that represent the police or just the fraternal order of Klansmen or I mean, police uh, in Philadelphia, (laughs) The statement that came out of them, which was our pol- quote, this is from the fuck, this is from them quote, our police officers are being vilified this evening for doing their job and keeping the community safe after being confronted by a man with a knife. We support and defend these officers as they too are traumatized by being involved in a fatal shooting. Holy shit. The fucking gall uh, of that statement is just unbefucking leaveable. And not to mention, uh, this this shooting happened just blocks away from the where the fucking move bombing happened in 1985, uh, where the police yeah. dro- the Philadelphia police dropped bombs and killing you know uh, was 11 people, five of them were kids. Like yeah. this is yeah, 
this is part and parcel of dropped a bomb uh, from a helicopter on a housing yeah. unit. Yeah. yeah. After like it, yeah, arm standoff with these environmentalists. It's it's the fucking, you know, as much as we think things are changing, things just really remain the same. Uh, and yeah, and when people pop off and start like, you know, rioting and burning shit, it's like, it's not like, it is so sad that this man lost his life, but it's not just that. It's like decades and centuries of just like putting up with this over and over again. Yes, you eventually snap. Yeah. You eventually yeah. can't take it anymore. Right. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. It's still funny to see that there are people who are not black or, you know, any marginalized person who looks at the, res- the response that people have to something like this. I'm like, I just don't understand what the anger is about. Uh, and not even for a second take into account that that's their privilege speaking. The fact that you are confused by the outrage that we're experiencing is a privilege that you get to experience to be some like, oh, my God, I don't. I could never, I could, I would never do anything like that because some people are never in a situation where that is what society is reflecting back to them and they are having to respond to. And yeah, the, I mean, the people are asking for the body cam footage out, you know, they, they just want answers as quickly as possible. Uh, but I mean, like, you know, keep in mind though, too, like as much as like, we're hoping that Joe Biden winning is just like a exhale, like a, our moment to exhale and feel like things are going to mm-hmm. be right. I mean, his answer to shit like this is not meaningful reforms or defunding the police or abolition or any kind of like, you know, uh, true change that would actually create positive outcomes for people. It's just to simply aim lower. It needs to be yeah. energizing. It needs to be time to act if Joe Biden wins. Uh, that that needs to be just now we can focus on, you know, getting the, all this other shit done. Yeah. And it's important to done. remember that, like, when it comes to defunding and abolishing the police, that's mostly ha- that's mostly going to be handled at, um, within municipalities, within cities, within counties, within local mm. police departments. And so, like, a city council can refuse to accept federal funding for uh, expanding policing or surveillance in their communities. Like you can get coffee with your your county commissioner and sit down with them and talk about funding a police alternative where they would have sent a trained EMT and like a crisis assistance person to deal with the situation in Philadelphia rather than sending the cops. Like, you know, Joe Biden can be like, shoot him in the leg all day long because ultimately this isn't really his jurisdiction. Like these are mm-hmm. our communities and like in the local context, we have like such like huge potential to actually move the needle on issues like these. And so I don't even want to hear what he has to say about fucking defunding the police. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to do what we got to do out here in these streets because these are our communities. Yeah, Mariah, can you speak a little bit to like how you got involved in politics because you decided to make a change in local politics and actually, you know, do something. And I, I, I feel like a lot of people feel you know helpless when shit like this happens and it's like no yeah. you don't need to yeah so like you know two years ago i saw that uh the gentleman who had stepped down from the seat to run for mayor had served in that seat for 25 years running unopposed throughout the, that you know two and a half decade span that his uh hand-picked would-be successor was also running unopposed for his seat and i decided you know i have no political experience i'm a rapper i'm a slightly crazy person um, but like, I want to give people an option. People, people deserve an option. That's democracy. You can't just have one person on the ballot and then they just are de facto elected. And right. so win or lose, I wanted to put ideas out in the community that I thought could make it better. And in doing so, elevate people's expectations about what their local government should do for them. So talking about the fact we should have community gardens, talking about the fact we should have affordable 
housing and, and uh, fare free public transportation and, you know, um, getting the cops off the streets. Like these are these, these are options that should be available to you, but no one's bothered to come to your door and talk to you about it. You know, win or lose. I was like, I'm going to get some ideas out there. And I did win. I won by 13 votes, which is another reason why everyone, everyone listening should just run for something because these elections are decided by so few votes that like, like ordinary people have a real chance right. to seize power and then continue to build power within these local offices. So I mean, I'm just a regular ass rapper that, you know, I'm good on a mic. And so I figure I could hold it down in a city hall meeting mm, and I can do a rap battle. So um, I don't know. That's, I mean, here I am today, still doing the damn thing. <laughs> Reelected, actually, earlier this year. So uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That just reminds me, there's there is a story that came out recently. Uh, not that this was your situation, but about like these certain elections where people run unopposed. There was this guy in Russia who he needed like he was basically or I think it was in Ukraine, actually. No, no, this is in Russia. And he needed a rival to run against him to like technically meet the minimum requirement of two candidates running in the race. And so he convinced this woman who was like cleaning office buildings to run against him as like his opposition. And she won. Hell yeah. Uh, that's hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's and it was just funny how like the, the people were like, yeah, they're like, you know what? Actually, we we already see what this is. And it's just amazing uh, thing in general uh, for people to get in touch with their power, especially at a local level. And I just want to remind any listeners who live in Los Angeles County, to, if you still have not voted, please vote yes for Measure J, uh, which will help redirect funds in the county to like actual uh, positive programs for the community and taking away money from the sheriff's department that does not need military fucking armored vehicles uh and shit like that so please vote yes on measure j vote for nithya over david rue he's a piece yeah of yeah she's uh, endorsed by bernie right she is yeah uh, she is yeah yeah, yeah. That's what's up. And, That's he's, what's up. and he's endorsed by nancy pelosi <laughs> <laughs> so you know what time it is yeah all right, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk more electoral politics. And we're back. And let's check in with Mike Bloomberg, actually. Uh, Ooh, must we? Yeah, we always got to check well, in with Well, hold on, dude. Mariah. I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> and, you know, I, too, think you were spitting bars in your latest release. So, really your wordplay. You cutting me a check. Because that's inevitably what happens next right. when he tries to yeah, talk to... I would love to pay for you to do a rap battle with another voter who's thinking about sitting this one out. Did you see that one that with a uh, that was like a double XL where they actually had like the freestyle rappers doing their like uh, back and forth about the election? I don't know if you oh, saw shit. it. it great sponsored content from the Biden campaign. Oof. Oh yeah. my god! So Bloomberg was saying even if he lost, he would just be throwing money at uh, whoever won. Mm -hmm. Where he been though? Where he at? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was like. People were like, I was like that meme where one was like, <laughs> the fuck is that money at? The hundred million or whatever the fuck he was yeah, promising. Yeah. So he's dropping some money in Ohio and Texas. Yeah. Which in Ohio, Trump has about a three point lead, but pollsters believe there's still some voters in play. Uh, same with Texas. But he's also spending money on ad buys in Florida uh, yeah. on top of the 50 million that he spent in Ohio and Texas. He's, I mean, they were, they were, you know, he, a lot of people were like, Ohio, I don't know, you know, like, and Texas too, but they're just saying, like, fuck it. Like, let's, let's go for it because there are certain, like, there's like these differences 
in the sort of larger state polling. But then when you go into like more district based polling, you see that there's definitely a shift happening. Like with Texas, obviously, is still a dream scenario, but looks more and more purple uh, as we get closer to Election Day. But they're saying like right now in in Texas, early vote turnout is already over 80 percent of the total votes cast in 2016 with a huge. Yeah, with a huge part of that coming from young voters. Um, Yeah. Like right now in Texas, which I, I, that's promising. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I want to I don't like to I don't like to spike footballs too soon. I'd rather just think it's going to be all terrible and then have a good outcome. Um, and then Trump. Yes, he's leading by four points in the state. But down ballot, like in these other races that are really competitive, there are districts Trump won in 2016 where he won by eight points where now he's behind five. So there is there are like these little small shifts that they're saying like, well, fuck, like maybe it's worth the spend. And yeah, whatever. Look, Mike Bloomberg, you got more money than you know what to do with. So fucking make it rain, Poppy. He could uh, literally just be setting the money on fire and I would be like. Right. Down yeah, kind of exactly. Good. And then um, but with the turnout overall, it's just showing as much as, you know, it's it, we I think we constantly modulate between feeling optimistic that people are turning out to vote the right way and also like oh my god they're gonna fucking do everything they can underhandedly to keep anyone from being able to vote um but just considering things like states like georgia iowa michigan minnesota nebraska new hampshire north carolina ohio pennsylvania texas wisconsin have all been breaking their early vote records thing like there is there's energy but it's still early to try and figure out like who's Who's the most energized, you know, because it is while Democrats were like blowing out Republicans early on, that gap is starting to tighten for sure. Because like we said, it's also, uh, you know, white supremacy is on the ballot on both sides. Basically, you're either voting it down or you're voting it in. Uh, So that's where that's the thing that gives me a little bit uh, tense when you look at this country's history. Mm -hmm. And also a thing that gets me a little bit tense is like spending time on those states i feel like that that's something that like georgia and texas and states that are kind of reaches but still like seem within reach feel like things that happened in 2016 too and like rather than just focusing on like nailing down the ones that would get uh the democratic party to 270 electoral votes like i i don't know it feels That just gives me a little bit of, and it's probably an irrational thing because it's a totally different election, but it's giving me deja vu. uh, Well, they've got the money to do it. And I think it's just being more aggressive on top of, you know, the organizing that I've seen, just most people who like in their states, in their districts still have the trauma of 2016 and are still trying to do what they can to turn out as many votes as possible. So in a way... While like I'm like, yeah, do we really need to do that rather than like nailing everything down? It, I feel like most people are doing everything they can. Like like in Philadelphia, just reading an article about how people felt like they, they were too lax in 2016, even with the polling and how they're going fucking OD with just trying to get as many people registered and voting because they just can't. It's just like, no, the, we have to put the Even smash on. Even it all on the table, yeah. Yeah, just have to put the smash on. And it makes it clear that we have to put the fucking smash on or else it leaves room for all this bullshit. I do not trust Philadelphia, uh, having <laughs> known many, many people from Philadelphia. So Republican uh, rat fuckers are rat fucking. Uh, you don't say. You don't Indeed. say. 
and this is another reason that like I don't think you know people are like well 2016 is just one previous presidential election but uh we have uniquely in these two elections we have Trump on the ballot Trump is openly white supremacist as opposed to coded um so there's like the added GOP energy that comes with that and then we also have this increasing openly rat fucking of electoral politics and something that happened like right as uh, Amy Coney Barrett was being confirmed was the Supreme Court decision saying basically that Wisconsin can't count any of the votes that come in after election day, uh, even if those votes were postmarked by the cutoff. Uh, doesn't matter. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, just arbitrarily because they're like, well, it's going to look like, I mean, it's the thing we were talking about last week where the Supreme court is by no means like above politics. It is a political instrument that is being used to, you know, do the dirt of the Republican party. And Brett Kavanaugh wrote the opinion and was like, if you let it go beyond midnight, then there's going to be some doubts about whether it's, on the up and up, whether it's a legitimate election result. Uh, and Elena Kagan was like, in her dissent was like, what the fuck are you like? How does that make sense that we're not counting votes to make sure that the election appears legitimate? We're going right. to not count people's votes. I just think that there's open rat fucking happening. Now the Republican party has gotten more and more just openly militarized, like just openly cheating. And what's Um, so wild is that the left is often accused of being like anti-American, anti-American values. And it's like, we love democracy, man. We want to see democracy play out. You know, like y'all the ones over here with these like nakedly authoritarian grabs of power by like ensuring that people's votes aren't counted. What is this? So, I mean, it's not projection, though. They just project is what it is. Yeah. So voting by mail, no longer safe. You have to use the drop boxes and even using the early voting drop boxes. Like, I don't. Is that going to work? Who the fuck knows? Like, it just it. I have no faith in the electoral process at this point, which is. And yet they we wanted. must. And yet we must. What they wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's they, it. It's like so fucked up. In that, yeah, I definitely yeah. like I was about to vote by mail. I wasn't about to risk it because they had delegitimized the safety of voting through an otherwise wholly legitimate and, you know, practically traditional process of making your vote count. So yeah. they fucking went yeah. this course this time. I just don't know how you argue that the to ensure the legitimacy of an election, you don't count all the votes. Right. Like that's what the, the plan. I mean, that's what they're even trying to say. Like legally, that's why. Yeah. Like even justice Kagan was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like an election is everybody votes. You count the fucking votes and whoever has the most votes fucking wins. Yeah. Uh, and like these, all this shit that he's talking about, like, well, it could look shady. You're just parroting what the president has been saying. Yeah. And that's exactly. when you're like, and that's what I think should be the most horrifying detail is like, dude, Brett Kavanaugh is Donald Trump in a just he's like in a fucking Supreme a Court justice Supreme Court. Robe. And now yeah. we have Amy, Amy Coney Barrett too, Gorsuch too, uh, to a certain extent. But either way, like all the conservatives are all in line ideologically and yeah, shit. They it's stole like literally the, their last defense. That's what they got. Despite what everything happens, they have a six, three fucking majority uh, I don't, in the Supreme Court. 
I don't that think people is... like realize how much the 2000 election was straight up the people who were appointed by Republicans uh, just basically being like, yeah, you have to stop counting the votes. We, we, you don't, we don't, you're not allowed to keep counting votes in Florida. Uh, and that's what ended the election. It was just the Supreme Court being like, yeah, based on how we line up politically, we're going to give the election to the Republican. Uh, and now we have a party that is like actually openly willing to cheat and like don't give a fuck if, it, yeah. yeah they don't they don't care if the media catches them because they have their own media now right and then on yeah. one side too if they really are of the mind where you know we see their behavior looking like they're like dude we're about to get fucking blown out so right. let's just tear this motherfucker down on the way out and just see what you know maybe that'll give us a shot in the long run yeah they're it's not uh yeah it's it's very you know, because even then, what is Trump as a, if, you know, a grant, if we have this scenario in which he's like, all right, fair, fair one's a fair one. Yeah. I guess I won't be the president. Then what does that lame duck session look like when it's just all out war against people uh, from the White House? It's going to be like, I can't imagine Trump's going to be like, you know, I'm going to keep it real cool in the lame duck. No. He's going to try yeah. and just tear everything the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I oh, feel boy. like everybody. Everybody's imagination for how this is going to go is a, like a click to uh, reasonable and like it's not blatant enough. Like they're going to be blatant. They're not going to try to, you know, do do anything like unless they are forced, uh, they're, they're going to try and steal the election. And, keep and it's in. really important, like I stress to everyone, it's now is the time to organize, vote, but also like we need to be really prepared for November 4th and onward. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like, yeah. who are your people on your block that you're going to like go downtown with wherever you people gather in your respective cities to like make sure all the votes are counted. Like, you know, if you got to go to your state capital, what's your game plan for doing that? Yeah. Like, you know, get ready for get ready for this. Go ahead and like take off work. Go ahead and do whatever you got to do, because just in case you definitely don't want to get caught off guard. No, um, and we were talking about that. Like, oh no, what do I do? I gotta work today. I can't be out here in the streets marching for democracy. Like, you gotta go ahead and plan for that shit. Right. That's why a few weeks ago when we were talking about, like, we're like, this guy is saying outright, he's like, it will be a coup. Like, I will fucking, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm throwing out ballots. I'm supreme winner. Fuck that. That yeah, being caught off guard by that reality is the worst thing that could happen to you. You have to. People need to have the imagination that this things could be that serious that. You may have to be, you know, do unprecedented things. And if you have not been politically engaged before uh, to participate in the defense of whatever the fuck this thing is. Uh, and unfortunately, like a lot of us are left trying to defend some shit that doesn't even work for all of us. Uh, I know. But still We're just that trying to like, that it can. keep this house of cards from falling. Yeah. But Oof. I mean, guess start somewhere, should. Yeah. Were you guys saying that unions are uh, planning on possibly striking like mm -hmm. federally? If uh, if they try to steal the election. Um, yeah, I mean, the trade unions have been, you know, it's just just being like, yeah, if this is uh, this could be fucking bad. Uh, yeah. You know, and I'm really glad to hear that. that. I'm really glad yeah. because like I've heard a lot of talk about a general strike among like the online left like, over rent can cancellation and COVID relief and stuff like that. But without that institutional organization of like yeah. having the unions like all lined up behind you. That it just doesn't have the the mass mobilization impact of like actually making it happen, and so I mean I feel like that could be a very powerful domino. Like 
SEIU says we ain't working. Teamster says we ain't working. Suddenly, like, ain't nobody going to work and the economy is shut down until shit gets right. Right, so, right. Good. Yes. Yeah, right. it's just like, and that's really, I think, what is going to have to happen because people don't realize that money is the language that these people speak. And that's the, the only reason, language, yeah. It's the reason why we have over 225,000 people dead. It's because right. money is the money rules everything. We're not yeah. we don't want to shut things down because that's gonna slow the money down. We don't wanna we don't wanna do right by people who are needy and need health insurance because we don't want to slow the money down. We don't allow people to get educated uh because it should be their right, because they don't want to slow the fucking money down. And I think that's until right. that happens, people will begin to be like, Oh shit, they respond when the money gets fucked up. And really having to see like withholding your labor and things like that is all part of this fucking power the shitty power agreement that we're all stuck in mm -hmm. and when uh, you can't go to brunch and when you can't go get your hair cut and when you can't you go into kroger and no cashiers at the cashier stands like also like access to resources and just like supply chains and everything like it's money but it's also like people just want to go about their merry lives like nothing's wrong and when they suddenly can't everything is shut down that's when it's like you have to pay attention to the issues that are going on. You cannot pretend like this is business as, you, as right. usual. Do you think like it, this that could if we disrupt the brunch culture enough, the uh, the white woman brunch brigade would uh, just be out there in the streets being like, "We need our fucking brunch." The Amy Coney Barrett yeah. riots would finally happen. But finally, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. One other thing that's happening uh, just with regards to uh, the election is that Trump is urging people. He he has convinced himself that everybody wants to change their vote uh, because of the Hunter Biden thing. They, so like all those early voters. Uh, he, <laughs> that's some wishful ass thinking. Yeah. He's wilding. Yeah. Fox and friends, you know, the basically he's urging people to change their votes because the TV told him to. Um yeah, Fox and Friends like looked at Google uh, trends and was like, people are searching, can I change my boat? Um, first of all, I'm sure that's people searching that for about their like relatives who voted early or some shit like that. Because I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, I made a big like, mistake. Would it be possible in a right. world? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and by the way, the answer is there are five states where it's legal to do that. They are New York, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, and Minnesota uh, are the only places that you're allowed to. But, yeah. I uh, mean, I like, know. can you imagine? He's like, should we tell people that they can actually switch also in case they're locked into Biden, that they can go to Trump? Yeah. Can they do that? I'm, I wonder if how many people were actually searching because they're like, fuck, bro, I voted for Trump early. I need to yeah. actually reverse that. Um, and they're just kind of like completely misreading that. It's really... It's so weird, right? Because on one level, you see how uh, just inept, bumbling, foolish, ignorant, stupid this entire administration and like campaign has been. And you're like, dude, there's no way they can fucking pull this shit off. This motherfucker is out here asking, telling people, hey, maybe change your vote. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like that mm -hmm. sounds like some desperate ass shit when you know you're polling or the people around you know what's going on and they know what time it is. But then... They have all this other shit in place. So it's like, I think that's what's so stressful about this too. It'd be one thing. I think it would be easier if I go, you know what, man? I just, I'm just going to start doing my pushups for November 5th. You know what I mean? Mm. November 4th, 5th, and every day past that and get ready. Cause I already know they've already just said he's the winner versus right. like this thing where he looks like he's fucking up and he acknowledges everyone else around him. Is like, this guy's fucking up. 
or the, but then you see that there's all this outright sabotage happening from the from the judiciary. Woo! Woo! Lot of mercy. Put your blood yeah, yeah. put your blood pressure cuff on, y'all, and uh, <laughs> check your numbers real quick. Make sure you're doing okay. I'm gonna jump off here and do some cardio. Get ready to run. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Seriously. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and let's do a little brain bleach news before we get back into some election bullshit. Quick breath um, of fresh air. Heinz <sighs> is giving away tomato blood ketchup via TikTok. That's uh, a headline on the TikTok. That is. It's yeah. also a sentence that's definitely never been said before. In the <laughs> that's what I mean. Like that's the most twenty twenty headline that is not a doom based headline. You know what I mean? Like yeah. normally you're like. Uh, like, is your vote transforming into a Wuhan bat and biting your elderly relatives? I would also be like, that's that sounds like a 2020 headline. Right. But this, the idea of, yes, pretty self-explanatory. Heinz rebranding ketchup as tomato blood and using uh, TikTok to get the buy-in of Gen Z. And I was just, I mean, the bottle looks, I'm not gonna lie, the bottle looks cool. I, I actually prefer the tomato blood aesthetic than our yeah, typical yeah. ketchup thing. But they're I, not I, like thinning the ketchup or anything. Oh, could you, oh. <laughs> if it's actual blood consistency, I could would you be, imagine. Well, I would like, have to check that out as opposed to it just being a label. Like, who knows? Could you handle if it was less viscous, but had the same flavor? If it was the consistency of like Cholula. Yeah. I, Cholula huh. is kind of a viscous, but not quite like thick, you know, pudding thick as ketchup is. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. The one thing I think about is like this is such a non-controversial thing. Where it's like, oh, tomato blood, cool Heinz. Like, what would happen if Heinz got political? You know what <laughs> I mean? Because like, they're such an American brand. Like, you you could be racist as fuck, or you know, so left that you're you you fucking left Earth. Uh, that like, like Heinz is just accepted as like, yeah, that's that's ketchup here. That's ketchup, oh, up man. straight up and down the middle. That if they were like instead of tomato blood, they were like, "What about this fall labor blood to bring awareness <laughs> to the disposable attitudes we have towards certain occupations in the pandemic?" Like, do, would Republicans full on revolt? Red like, Hines. They have yeah. to go. They have to go hunt. Like that's like oh. that. I, I feel like they have a line. I feel. I do feel like that would be the one brand that they would just they go hunt. I mean, we can't. We can't do that. Come on. But could like, they? Like, but when if you wear like, Saucony shoes in instead restaurant? of Nikes? But come on, man. I got. I can't. I can't, I can't is there hunts. is there a brand that could get political and America like conservatives would really have trouble being like, I can't fucking put that down. Budweiser. Put that down. Bud heavy. Bud light. Mm, Bud. Mm. Yeah, they'd think. probably just switch over. Coffee. To they don't give a fuck about. Right. Um. Like, and I'm sure if it was. There's enough truck makers that you could just pivot from one truck company to the other one. Right. But you I would feel need like, but, like Ford and. Uh, but yeah, you would need like Chevy, Chevy Dodge, and Ford. And Ford to all to like form all. like a Mecca, like yeah. Megazord of like. Right. Fucking like, police or something. Like a rock. And they're showing like immigrant workers, you know what I mean? Who yeah, are like yeah. actually doing the hard work in this country and being like, yeah. to the real workers of this country, we salute you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Like we are spending more money to like into programs for job security and trade school 
uh, for people for a better tomorrow. Then, because I know like tr people, truck people are loyal as fuck. You know what I mean? Like truck. I know yeah. people like especially like a Silverado and stuff. I know some people who's like their dads were Silverado people and their kids are Silverado people and they still just have this thing. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to create a bad time for consumers who uh, yeah. <laughs> who like to vote with their dollars. <laughs> Coke v Pepsi. I feel like that that would be they they'd Ooh. make that switch. Uh, how would that well, how would that look in Georgia though? Yeah, Ooh. like if Coke if Coke got super woke, woke Coke, woke Coke. Oh yeah. shit, woke a cola. Woke. Classic. I feel, like, I, feel yeah. like I hope they're listening and like scribbling down some ideas because some of this should inspire. Like, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, some of this inspire. They actually need to do it. It'll boost their stock <laughs> stock numbers. Rather than Coke Zero, how about Woke Heroes? Where oh, we shout out the uh, Woke Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Coke Zero salutes the Woke Heroes. Oh. Could you get? Could you put down? Uh, do you like Pepsi more than Coke? Are you Coke Pepsi people? Does it matter to you? It's all the same to me. Yeah, cola I mean, is kind of the same. I'm trying yeah. to think of if there's anything I'd be like. No. I'm only Pepsi in that Pepsi, like if there's Pepsi at a restaurant, there's a better chance that it's going to have Mountain Dew. That's that's the only. That's that's when your eyes light up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I just thought of? If the opposite happened, if of like candy corn or something like terrible that everyone hates, like came <laughs> out as like hating Muslims and all the conservatives right. are like, I'm only giving out candy corn this yeah. year. <laughs> right. And you're finally like, you know what? I'm, I couldn't mean this more, but keep that. Go ahead. Just keep <laughs> that one. You guys. That's yeah, all that's, you guys. That's for you. Didn't need that. Let's talk about Putin real quick. Uh, he's given a little bit more, less straightforward endorsements of uh, yeah. of Trump's campaign. Oh, boy. He might be Tusi sliding out of there. Uh, <laughs> but he, you know, Trump's made his whole career about praising DJ Vlad Putin uh, mm. and basically saying, like, you know, like, it's... It's not from Russia. It's not a hoax. I didn't. It's all this Russia hoax stuff. But Putin is good. You want to have good relationship with Russia. Blah blah blah. Um, but then there was this thing that he was saying at the last debate that apparently did that Vladimir Putin was not really vibing with. It was this whole thing when during the debate was like, you know, Joe Biden got three and a half million dollars from Russia. I don't know if you guys know this, and he kept saying he got three and, and people were like, "What the fuck are you?" No, but it was just right. it was just on the long list of just senile ramblings that he did up there when people were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's fully he is now a president," and I'm like, "Y'all also need to go to the, straight to the garbage dump too." Uh, but Trump was claiming again that that Biden got three and a half million from Russia, and it came through Putin because he was quote very friendly with the former mayor of Moscow, and it was the mayor of Moscow's wife. And people were like, okay, no one oh, yeah, really I do paid attention that. to that. But I mean, it was like a thing you, he said, and you're like, all right, dude, please stop trying to make this shit happen. And then uh, apparently he was referring to a deal that was brought up in the fucking Senate Republican report that they had, like their Hunter Biden smear piece that was basically, right. people were like, this is chock full of Russian misinformation, like which basically comes from Putin's head. Right. So this whole thing of like trying to tie it to the mayor of Moscow, Putin did not like. He said, quote, he Putin also reacted with visible irritation when asked about comments Trump has made concerning Putin's ties to the former mayor of Moscow, uh, because like they were close, and he does like he's like yo don't fucking drag me into this bullshit. That's not what's going on. <laughs> so now, when Putin was asked, they're like you know uh, Vladimir Putin, let me, let's get your take on Hunter Biden because that's some that's some shit, huh? Trump is out here asking like that's the fucking nail in the coffin for the Biden campaign. Do you agree? Uh, and then 
Putin basically is like, mm, not really. No, I don't know. He basically threw cold water her. on yeah. his own propaganda, okay, yeah. oh. by saying, quote, this is his answer. Yes, in Ukraine, he, Hunter Biden, had or maybe still has a business. I don't know. It doesn't concern us. It concerns the Americans and the Ukrainians. And then he says, uh, quote, but well, yes, he had at least one company, which he practically headed up. And judging from everything, he made good money. I don't see anything criminal about this. At least we don't know anything about this being criminal. And it was like very just dismissive about it. That's some uh, gangster shit. Let's be real. Just trumping yeah. up all of this misinformation to meddle in our election and then be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know Damn, that. He, it sounds like, like cold as a ice. Fool. That's on you He's guys. Like, that's wow. cold as ice. Sounds like that dude Trump is a loser. Damn, I don't know why y'all fucking with him. That's weird. I heard he stinks and his hair is fake, but I don't know. That's just me. Um, I don't know. That's me. And you don't want to talk about that. I have I have some tapes that I might release, but you know I don't know. I'm just playing. But don't make me get don't make me get in my bag. Uh, the whole thing with him though is it's so then there's another thing right where you see you see the polls, you see people like Vladimir Putin who seem to be gearing up for a Biden presidency. You know what I mean? Because if he was ready for that, like if he was like, yo, dude, Trump, I got your back. Like whatever the fuck you want. Like, let's do this shit. Let's do 2016 all over again. Like I got you. Uh, he's definitely not going all in on this Hunter, Hunter Biden smear uh, when he probably could if he was trying to help the president or I don't know. So you just like, you see, you look like Putin is scooting on out. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's It's still like so frightening. You know, because you'd think like the nightmare scenario is one where Putin and Russia are giving the full backing to like anything that the president is probably asking for by back channeling or whatever method of communication he's using. Uh, But I don't know, maybe maybe the real work will be done completely under the shadows and we get another intelligence report being like, oh, yeah, they um, they just changed all the vote numbers. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, they just changed your vote. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what they no, no they didn't they were they weren't really fucking with the misinformation this time. They <laughs> they hacked straight into the fucking uh, st- uh Secretary of State websites and just <laughs> you know, did some uh, number crunching. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a 80-20 like landslide. Whole, yeah, all, all you know, yeah, all <laughs> yeah. 538 electoral votes. Right. Right. Mm. Just completely gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh all right, and then finally, let's talk about the most important aspect of this campaign, and that is, of course, the shitty merchandise oh, war. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> which got a lot of, you know, in 2016, when uh, those red hats started being seen as, you know, an important part of Trump's branding. I can't branding. see, like, a regular uh, red hat anymore and not have a fucking panic attack. Nah, they're dead, dead to me. me. They're dead Yeah, or from me. the back, and you're like, you have to, like, run. You're like, hold on, let me catch up real quick. Catch up I'm this the- real quick, make sure this is not MAGA. And like, oh, Forrest good. Gump it's wearing just an angel's a, hat. Nah. It's just an angel's yeah. hat. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, the angels, like all professional sports teams need to change their fucking hats. Um, <laughs> angels, who else we got? Um, you don't like nationals? that logo? Nah. Just, just what color. logo do you like? My favorite logo is uh, the Yankees, bro. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I like the simple logos, though. I like the Dodgers logo. I like those. Um, and the bikes, they, they, that by that logic, the Yankees too of just taking like the initial, yeah, sort the of blocking them in. Boston, yeah, those are those are fine. Wow, um, Boston, bro. All right, Boston, bro. Uh, but yeah, you can't so, wear that hat in L.A. though. You get fucking, yeah, you, know, you will get pressed because that uh, is a gang hat. <laughs> I've only rooted for the Dodgers for the past like five years. Um, oh, really? Yeah, just through osmosis, man. Ah, osmosis Jones. It. 
as people hear this, we don't know what happened with the World Series. I mean, we could be, oh, we yeah. could be champions. Or we could be, it could be a Game 7 where we cry uh, in Game 7. I don't know. Oof, we'll see. Those have not been fun. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about uh, what Joe Biden's got on the Joe Biden, Joe30330store.store.org. So, you know, this... I did not see this coming personally. This dude thought malarkey was like calling it the no malarkey express was so like hip. the the wave I'm so early hip. on in the mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, but they've been like doing the churning out the crappy products based on viral news stories pretty powerfully. Uh, they they were selling a ten dollar Biden themed fly swatter, uh, truth over flies after the Pence thing. And they sold thirty five thousand that night. Are you fucking up. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. There's... Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> truth over lies. Truth over lies. Truth over lies. Psych. Truth over flies. Because that. Because. Freaking vice president with his fly on his head. <sighs> That's what's so comp. That confused me. I'm like, truth over flies. No, they're not like, good at it. They're yeah, just... that's. I'm like, you can be a little <laughs> bit more. I'm like, just say like, yo, hit Pence over the head with this shit. I would about that. You know, you don't have to do truth over flies. They had the uh, T-shirts. I paid more income taxes than Donald Trump, and uh, and then after the first debate, they just had a picture of Donald Trump with the word with the words "Will you shut up, man?" Uh, printed over it. So these are bad products. Objectively, like they're doing a bad job, but they're selling really well. So it leads me to believe that there's a lot of a lot of energy behind the Biden campaign. Um, or we start looking at FEC filings and like the Biden campaign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bloomberg, this is right. uh, it's got all 30,000 fly slaughters. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's a the warehouse in Long Island. The Trump administration spent hundreds of thousand dollars on Donald Trump Jr.'s book. Uh, yeah. To get it on yeah, the bestseller so list. It's so, not impressive. You know, dumber shit has been done. And, and they're trying to say that they have a fractured relationship. Come on. Right. I mean, the good parents know you don't need love as long as you spend money on the kids, and the kids will understand long term. They didn't need love; they just need that yeah. money. Was it, I, I'm reminded of like a story that one of the children, one of the scions, uh, told, where they were like, "Yeah, my dad was great. He would take us skiing and then like race us down the mountain and like knock us over with the right. with his ski oh, poles." No, but he was saying then it would be like. Donald would be like, yo, the first one down the mountain gets love. And right. then so the kids would be fucking each other up on down on the Stabbing each other with like their bad, like right? poles and just Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, Psych, you're a loser for playing <laughs> by the like, rules. none of y'all are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> never had sex. Um It's gross. It's gross. I mean, honestly, the germs. You don't want to ugh, you don't want to you don't do that. Uh, Biden's been selling hand sanitizer, uh, the label of which contains Biden's pandemic plan. Is this not kind of a ripoff like, of microscopic the, uh, letter? Dr. Bronner's? Is this not? Is this not? Yeah. And it, it without saying dilute, like, dilute, dilute. Yeah. yeah, it does look Oof. like they did that. Well, hopefully they're getting um, cut. Man, not. <laughs> not. They'll probably be like, oh, you're going to sue us? So what, do you support Trump? <laughs> that was what I would probably say if I was their lawyer. I'm like, look, if you want to go forward this lawsuit, you're basically communicating to everybody that you support Trump. So let us uh, infringe on your copyright intellectual property to sell this stuff. 
Trump's products have mainly been, I think Parscale getting fired like has lessened their quirky product game because they all they had was a t-shirt that said, fill that seat to, I guess, celebrate the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Weird flex, but and okay. A, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Really. And then a white baseball cap that says woke on the front and then MAGA in cursive the fuck on the does back. that even mean? Which the fuck? is so, so confusing. Doesn't make any sense. What are you um, gonna as a MAGA some racist? You, like no woke person, no progressive person, where I had this as racist. Right. So like, in what reality are you wearing a thing that Biden on the back? That, right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which would be kind of genius. But like, who would wear? Oh, had this as woke when you know, like, you're like that's shitty, that's dumb. I hate I'm that gonna shit. Put it on you know, my like, body. You might as well seem like. Yeah, like what they got new hoodies that just say socialist now, and like with right. MAGA on the back. Like I don't. Wow, they're they're not even thinking they're troll merch. Well, go wear that at a Trump rally because they're no- yeah. Someone will knock you out. Probably. Yeah, tradition- traditionally very attentive to yeah, traditionally very attentive to nuance, uh, and just w- will wait around and hear your explanation before uh, punching you or uh, you know threatening to hang you from a tree. There's also the Proud Boys merch. After he told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by, the Proud Boys started selling merch. Yeah. So they they cashed in, which is good. good you love to see it. Um, you really yeah, do. You love <laughs> to see it. But I'm, yeah, it's it, that's the the Proud Boys merch is kind of interesting too because like it's supposed to look like a laurel, like you know, like the Fred Perry shirts are ripping off, but it ends up looking like SS lightning bolts. Mm, oh. Oh, shit, I never yeah, fucking noticed that before. Wait, I don't think it ends up looking I, like SS not like, oh, what's I think they Daisy? specifically designed it to make make it look like SS lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you, no one's surprised on this side because yeah. everything they do is like, yeah, well, fire up the Lenny Riefenstahl greatest hits uh, and let's see how we can change some campaign ads to look like that. Yeah, well. Mariah, it has been uh, wonderful having you as always. Where can people uh, find you? Yeah, so Mariah for Athens on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I also have my own show, Winning All Reparations, comes out every Thursday. So you can listen to that also from iHeartRadio. And yeah. Give me yep. a, you got a new album out or which album were you listening I was listening, to? I was listening to my unreleased, my new album that I've been working on for like two years. Yeah. Oh. That we just finally started what? getting back in the studio to, so- uh, continue working on on sunday so look after okay. that i perform when's, when's i rap under the name lingua franca so you know follow me on you know the socials yeah. and you can find my music tangentially that way but yeah when's the, when's the album I'm coming trying out to get it out see the thing is like putting out an album in a pandemic you can't like tour to like promote it or anything so like yeah. we're hoping Normal to put shit, it out right. when this is over if it doesn't ever end then probably like next summer or something Okay, all right. We'll keep yeah, our ear out. Yeah, do that. Uh, and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Couldn't think of an example, but you know, like the other day, I tweeted on on the Bird app that I was thinking about running for Congress, which I am, and uh, Marianne oh, yeah. Williamson showed up to encourage me to do it. <laughs> and so, hey, that was, that was a tweet I enjoyed out. a lot recently. <laughs> Get your orbs or bang, out. Or motherfucking yeah. smoking. Yeah. So now I got to. I got to do it. Oh, so, yeah. I, mean, I got to do, do it. it. The universe yeah. has willed it. 
And I just want to apologize. Can all the white people stand up at this rally and look <laughs> to the closest black person and say, I'm sorry? That's one of my favorite uh, Marianne Williamson uh, tour moves, live show moves. Mm. Be real, you know? <laughs> yeah. Miles, where can people find you? What's a Twitter work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Also, PlayStation Network, because I saw, you know, caught up with some people playing Ghost of Tsushima uh, the other night. So, shout out to you. uh, Who is it? Crow Man and Boss Sloth. Uh, Shout out to y'all. My boy Ty was playing, too. Uh, Let's see. And also, other podcasts, 420 Day Fiance. You know, if you want to talk 90 Day Fiance, that's what we do over there. The tweets that I like, first one is from The Onion, at The Onion, saying, Amy Coney Barrett promises Catholic faith won't interfere with courts crushing of the poor and downtrodden, <laughs> uh, which is too real, um, but it, it gave me one of those like existential laughs. Uh, and then another one is from Brody Reed at A.O. Bro Bro, uh, tweeted, if you're feeling depressed, don't feel bad. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and I am. And yeah, that's and I uh, am right. And I am smart. <laughs> that is a yeah, I, I won't say there's a real depressing fact about uh about people who suffer from depression and like when their lives are viewed objectively versus people who don't suffer from depression, their version of their own reality is actually more accurate than people who don't suffer from depression. Uh, based on yeah. a third party analysis. So that's something to just keep in mind. Cody Johnston tweeted, when they go low, we go, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver oh, tweeted, my new baby crying, me. Okay, to begin with, terrible first impression. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on this morning? Uh, let's do a little sample-based hip-hoppery, uh, but obscure samples, like some Filipino music from back in the day. This is from Vex Ruffin, uh, who's on Stone's Throw, a uh, Filipino producer, uh, and this track is called Mabuhay Boy, uh, and it's just got like this great like old-school sample i think it's a sample uh but obviously there's there's definitely sampled drums and guitar on there maybe the vocal is from vex uh but i don't know but it's just a good you know laid back track it loops nicely doesn't get too complex so it's you know it can kind of zone out to it so vex rough in with mabuhay boy m-a-b-u-h-a-y for those who don't speak tagalog uh, all right, we're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you. Bye. 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 Bye.